Pulp MX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast Show. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Every week, we review how we did in fantasy uh, on PulpMXFantasy.com and how we, uh, what we're going to pick for the weekend and basically uh, try to figure out the way to help you guys win at Pulp MX Fantasy, whether it is the BTO Sports gift cards, the 100% goggles, the Pro Taper products, the Michelin tires, or... Thanks to Kawasaki, we got two dirt bikes to give away, a 2019 KX450F and a 2018 KX250F. And uh, thanks to Kawasaki for making that happen. We are giving away prizes weekly, and we're going to try to help you guys do that on this podcast show. Uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa is in the rearview mirror. And coming up this weekend is Atlanta, round two of a triple crown. So a little bit more strategy involved. A little less strategy, probably. And, uh, yeah, we'll get right into it. So thanks, everybody, again, for listening. Appreciate it. Pro Taper, a big part of this podcast. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, just some of the guys that run Pro Taper. The MXGP Series is kicking off this weekend. And guess what? The Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna Factory Team, the Ice One Team is running Pro Taper as well. ProTaper.com from Damon Bradshaw to Jason Anderson now, who's by the way, is winning the 450 Supercross points. They can be trusted to use ProTaper products, uh, ProTaper.com. Please go there, check them out. they got a lot more than you think. Also, too, 100% goggles. 100% goggles crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision. But the collection does not stop there. 100% offers a massive line of casual apparel, ranging from ultra-premium athletic wear to officially licensed Geico stuff. 100% has something for everyone on or off the track. See the entire line at Ride100%.com. And this is the cool part for you people. Uh, Pulp18 is the code at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. So it doesn't cover the goggles, but the uh, casual apparel and accessories, Pulp18 at checkout saves you 25%. So thanks to the folks at Ride100%.com, the official goggle of Pulp Max Fantasy, and of course the star guys. Cooper Webb, Marvin Muskan, many other guys running 100% goggles. So thanks to ProTaper.com and thanks to uh, 100% for making it happen on this podcast. All right, let's get into how we did in Tampa and what we think is going to happen this weekend in Atlanta. First up, from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Oh, you know, just looking at these results. Uh, I haven't got the first lap leader right this year other than uh, the first triple crown. So I'm, I'm excited. I might get it right again this week. Hey, you haven't been on the show in a while either. You've been busy with your real jobs and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I got a few things going on. So um, also on the line from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, they launched a whole new line of sport products. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? Dan? You are Stacey. in Quebec. Is that I'm where in you Quebec. are? Quebec? No, isn't it Quebec? Don't Ke- you say Quebec? Yeah, Quebec. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, French-speaking Canadians around here. So I'm up here for um, to uh, yeah educate some Salesforce about Pro Taper. So nice. yeah, we have the new Pro Taper Sport line, like you said. So yeah, I'm, I'm up here in the great great white north. Have you had any poutine yet? Because Quebec is really where the poutine shines. No, no, I have no desire to try that. Um, uh, isn't it gravy on fries or something? And cheese curds. Yeah, I just, I just. I just don't think that's anything I need to put in my body. No, you do. No, you you got to try it. You got to try it. Um, have you met any people from Manitoba? 
believe it or not, the first person I spoke to waiting in the lunch line happened to be from Manitoba and happened to be from the same little city that you're from, Winnipeg. Well, it's not a little city. It's basically the only city. Well, that's what it, it's little, though, right? No, it's 750,000. Oh, that is pretty big. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. So that's, that's where he was from. No mention of you, though. No, no info about the uh, four titles? Nothing. I didn't hear anything about that. Okay. We were talking about snowmobiles. All right. So, hey, let's get into it. Uh, Triple Crown this weekend. Uh, we got a few new riders being added, and uh, handicaps are up right now. So, but keep an eye on a couple of additions that we think are coming this week uh, for, for the Triple Crown Atlanta. Paul, is there any, anything worse than what happened to me this weekend in Tampa where both I had six riders in the main events and my two riders – were fifth in the LCQ. They were both fifth in the LCQ. I mean, seriously, there's nothing worse. I mean, it's happened to all of us. If you play it long enough, you play this game long enough, it's happened to all of us. But I, uh, I enjoy that you got frustra- You had that frustration this weekend. I really enjoy that. That's wonderful. I'm glad you only had six guys in the main event because that I'm um, trying to beat you, and it's been hard to do. And here we are coming up on the halfway point in the series, and I'm still not in front of you, so it's something's wrong. I'm, this- I'm going to... Something's wrong. This heart raft kid, like all he had to do was make a right-hand turn. That's all he had to do in the LCQ. Just make a right-hand turn. That's it. Well, well you know what's wonderful? You, you, you gambled. I would say you gambled and did not take him at Dallas. And then you were gifted this outrageous penalty. Yep. I'm wondering still if you paid uh, Gallagher. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see if he has any, any um, dollar bills in his pocket that smell like cheesies. Uh-huh. And um, it backfired, and he didn't make the main event in uh, in Tampa, he, and now he will be on Paul Parabinos' team at Atlanta, and he's going to get <laughs> lots of points. <laughs> All he had to do was ride around the corner. That's it. That's it. Ride around the corner, and you got it, Brandon. Oh, God. And Cedric Subaros, who was in seventh in the heat and cruising, and a guy on a 250F passed him. So that That's was great. unacceptable. That was great. Um so I had six guys in the main event. I scored 193. I'm 304th, uh, 304th in the uh, in the global ranking. Our guy Travis Marks got 270, by the way. Nice job for wow. Marks. So I already said I had Hartenraft and Subaros did not make the main. My, 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 my other picks were Dylan Ferrandez. That was an automatic for me. Uh, going off last week, he was uh, a minus two. He scored 38 points. I had Marty who actually is pretty banged up and then crashed again in the whoops. I really thought Marty was going to absolutely kill it for points, but he only got 28 points. Uh, it was a good you know, good ranking out of all the riders, but I really thought he was going to absolutely destroy it. So I had 38 from Ferrandis, 28 from Davalos. My all-star was Austin Forkner, who looked good all day, and he maxed out at 26 points. Uh, number one pick in 250 class, A-Rod, Anthony Rodriguez, and I think he was number two or three last week. So... Anthony Rodriguez is paying off. He had 46 points. Jacob Williamson, who I believe JT and maybe you, Paul, had last week, um, he came through with a 42, 42 fantasy points. Wait, you could pick Jacob Williamson and you didn't pick him, Steve? No. Wait, what? You're so bad at this game. Oh, I'm beating you. you. That's funny because I'm beating you. You will you not beat me. Him. You, you will not beat me. Uh, I am right now. Um... I just, I don't know. I just, whatever. What did he call? Did he qualify Noel this weekend okay. or not? Okay. We talked about this on the on the previous fantasy pod. We said if you can pick Jacob Williamson, pick him. What were you? What were you, Why okay, did you well, pick him? I mean, he was a fifteen handicap. What was Hartenraff? Um, nine. 
I think he was a better. He was worse than that. I thought. I think he was worse than that too. Eleven. Who or knows? Better that. than that. I should say. I should say better. I thought he was better than a nine. Anyways, can you argue with Ferrandis and Davalos and Forkner? No. no, I had those guys, but you can't argue can with those ar- picks. No, you still got room on your team, though. Right, and yeah. I went with Hartraff. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, A Rod number one pick, Jacob Williamson number two, then Ferrandis and McAdoo were tied for third, and then Resland has had two good fantasy weeks. Uh, he was uh, fifth best pick, thirty-four points for him, and two fifty or four fifties, I should say. Finally, Eli Tomac is an all-star. <laughs> it's taking a while. But Eli Tomek is an all-star. Uh, so 450 class. You know what? I went, and you two guys have played this strategy before. Um, Hill was a no-brainer, looked great. I, he was a 53% pick trend, I think. Or maybe was he higher even? Did either one of you happen to see? I don't know. Uh, it, it was big. Okay, so I did the Paul Perbino, Dan Truman, Jason Thomas thing and said, ah, I'm going to get him next week. Maybe something happens. Uh, so I didn't pick Justin Hill, but he was the number one fantasy guy at 52 points. You I, were cheering when he fell over, though. No. Oh. <laughs> Secretly. <laughs> Secretly. I was already crushed over Subes. Um, I had Malcolm, uh, who's 46 points. He was the next guy. Handicapped six. Good job for Mookie. That's two strong weeks in a row for Mookie. Uh, Starling was next. I would have never picked Starling, uh, but good job, 38 points. Brandon Shearer, I would have never picked Brandon Shearer. He was a handicapped 16. He got 38 points. Cooper Webb I could not pick, but he looked really good. I had him last week, 36. And Tickle, Bichelia, Freeze. I I, uh, I picked Malcolm, like I said, and I picked Subes, who didn't make it. I also picked Chisholm, uh, who's been quietly pretty good. 34 points for Chiz. And my all-star was Brayton, who just uh, can't seem to get a start, can't seem to put it together right now. 21 points only for Brayton. Uh, it could be worse. I guess a lot of people picked Sealy from what I saw in the pick trend. Unfortunately, Cole got hurt and didn't even make it out. I had Bloss last week. He was one of the worst fantasy scorers. He DNF'd uh, this week. So, um, And Tomac was only scored 32 points with uh, with his win because his handicap was moving down and down. So, uh, Paul, how'd you do in, the, in 250s from Tampa? Well, overall, uh, I, got, I scored 211 um, over the weekend. Uh, my 250 team was Ferrandis, like you talked about. I thought that was a no-brainer. I couldn't pick Williamson. I just didn't. I didn't pick a Rod. I just. I, I thought. I, I think he's a high high risk to crash crash often, and he didn't. I went with Blos, and um, honestly, kind of kind of underwhelming on his performance. Uh, he went to the LCQ. I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't perceive that as happening either, and and um, yeah, he just not as not as good as I thought he was going to be. So he got 28 points. He still got double points, but it wasn't wonderful. Um, you know, I could have looked at McAdoo and Renslin, I guess, but I just didn't. They they both rode really well. Uh, my all star was Forkner, um, so he did good. He did great. And then uh, my other guy who I did not make the main event. I don't um, know who that Keith was. Harrison. Yes. Heath Harrison, you're right, Dan. I had Heath Harrison, and I'm, yeah, just I, I think he was, you know, close in the heat race, maybe a tenth or so, or and then just nowhere close in the LCQ, just didn't get a start. And I thought he would be better too. I thought he didn't qualify very well, but I, I, I think he's a better racer than a than a practicer or like a one lap guy. So I went with him, and yeah, I was bummed and it didn't work out because you know, and and one of the reasons I took him was because I knew we had an Atlanta Triple Crown coming up, and Heath Harrison isn't a good qualifier so i was like well next weekend i don't think he goes straight into the 
into the night show, he's going to have to race. So I think I ha- there's a better it's a better strategy to take him this weekend than save him for Atlanta. Um, and that's why I did it. I just thought he would get in and he'd get you know he had a high handicap. I thought he'd great good good great I'm sorry get great mm-hmm. great, great value. Jesus can't yeah. speak. Um, but uh, it didn't pan out. So I, uh, I I looked at Harrison too. He burnt me last year a bunch in Supercross when he got that ride with uh, Rock River. And so I was like, I'm not, wasn't that pumped on his Supercross thing. But A Rod, I mean, you, you guys know A Rod. I know A Rod. Like he is, generally speaking, very risky to take. Um, but he's been killing it. So maybe we got to open our eyes up a little bit to A Rod. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's a lot of his value is gone now because uh, he's had two pretty decent finishes. So his handicaps come down a lot. So I don't, there's yeah. not as much value with there anymore. We've kind of missed the boat on A Rod, I think. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with my choices. I think I made good choices. It just didn't work. So all right, um, um, 450 class. Yeah, 450 class. I went with Hill. Uh, I just thought. I don't know why I believed in it, but I think we text, group texted about this a little bit. I just thought he was going to do good, and I really seriously, I think I spoke to you last, you know, last week's pod. I thought he could be easily in the top eight overall, and and he was good. So um, 52 there. I took Malcolm being at a Florida home race, I, and he performed pretty good the previous week. He just had a crash near the end of the main event, so I was like, I, I think there's good value there, and he was the second-best pick, so that was fine. Um, Justin Brayton was my all-star. He only scored 21, but um, I'm not really bummed about that because he was a 7, and I'm sticking to my strategy with taking all-stars that have a lot of wiggle room, and there was only one all-star this week that maxed out, and that was Muskin. So um, I'm okay with that, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, Subaros, I had him. I thought for sure he's a shoe-in. I, I, I thought there was no way I can pass him up because yeah. he's going to get in. And um, it's a shame because now his handicap's gone up. He's a great. He's great in practice. He's going to go straight into the main event, I think, for this weekend. And it pains me that not only did he screw me, you know, for Tampa, he's going to screw me again for Atlanta. No, Anyone that can pick suits. him is going to get a lot of points. He looks so tired too in the heat. In the last, at the end of that heat, I'm just like, oh boy. Um, and Bichelia was a, a pick that I looked at pretty closely, and Freeze too. I took Freeze off my team at one point. Uh, I had him on, but uh, yeah. But, like, Starling and Shearer, I was never going to pick. Just no chance. Good job for those guys, but not going to happen for me. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, Dan, who'd you pick? Um, this is easy. I didn't have any time to look at a team, and uh, I texted Paul, and I said, can you please help me? Uh, Paul showed me his team, and I picked that team. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you guys know, I was kind of busy, especially this weekend, and I, I, I picked the first lap leader. I went with Tomac, who led the second lap. I know there was some oh, yeah. people, arg- people arguing upset. online. The rules say the first person to cross the finish line, the start-finish line. So if that's at, if the finish line ends up being after turn one, that's it. This weekend it actually is at the end of the complete first lap, so you know we shouldn't have any arguing. But if you read the rules, it's in the rules. So uh, Cooper Webb led the first uh, official for our fantasy points. Yeah. Sometimes, if it's closer, if it's real close, they won't turn. The, they won't start the timing and scoring right away. Yeah, if it's you know? if it's really like two turns in, and they won't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, I really, I was, I was gonna pick Hill. I seen that he was fast in practice. I didn't get to watch any 250 practices. I didn't even know Harrison was out there. Um, but I was like, Paul, I was like, oh, I mean, he's a good racer. He should make the main event. You know, going off of Dallas uh, guys who made Dallas, and I was walking down there for the LCQ because. 
we ran the LCQ. And um, <laughs> the Harrison comes by, and he's in, like, 13th in the LCQ. And I text Paul. I'm like, is that our guy? Because <laughs> he's not good. Yeah. And Paul, Paul's like, yep, that's him. <laughs> yeah, he, he started on the inside gate and never even had a chance. Like, didn't get the jump, and then that was it. See ya. It was over. And then Subes was, like, ninth in 450s, and he worked his way into fourth at one point. He was in fourth for a brief second. Shear got him back, and then Subes, Subes, that was it. That was it. He, he had put in a great ride. So yeah, I um, do agree. He, he was super tired, though. I, I mean, it was hot. But when he came off the track, he looked like he was dying. And I'm like, wow, this, oh, this he guy hit, w- would have never made the main event anyway. Like, I thought he was in better shape than that just because I thought he had been racing. But, I don't understand how DV's uh, dad is working with him. DV's dad used to just <laughs> freak out and yell at DV 24-7. Well, so. he's got three main events to race this weekend, boys. He's got three of them. He, yeah, and he the, ain't going to be on our team. Near the end of the heat, near the end of the heat, he came up short on a whoop in the sand and almost went over the bars. He couldn't even like hold himself up. He like flopped forward. His helmet touched his front fender, I think, at some point. Oh, soups! I was so mad. Yeah. Um, Cole Martinez too, by the way. It's two, two for two for Cole. Um, again, he good in the heat. He wrote good in the heat race. Yeah, too. he did. The value, like Paul said, could be could be checking out a little bit on on Cole Martinez. But good job for him. And then, did you have a 250 lap leader? Uh, no, no, I didn't get it in in time. <laughs> I was literally picking my team like as I was running to the uh, to the line down there. So um, I, I would have got it wrong though. Yeah, RJ left of course the first you would, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I would have went with Forkner or Marty. So late to the show, but but on the show, nevertheless, from FlyRacing.com, Jason Thomas, did it go any better for you this weekend, JT? Um. Not really. I mean, it, it's been worse. I will say that it's definitely been worse, but it wasn't good. I mean, I don't. I don't think that forty one hundred and fifty seventh place as a round rank is very good. Do you? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. 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 So I would say, um, yeah, it didn't didn't go well. Who'd you have? Um, I had a uh, bunch of flunkies. If we're being oh, we're being honest, this is off to a flying start. Yeah. Actually, it. it the same thing keeps happening to me is my guys don't qualify. So the guys that that make the main aren't doing terribly. Like I had Ferrandis, that's that's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, decent pick. Um, I had Heath Harrison. That was incredibly embarrassing performance from from him in the LCQ. Uh, I had Jordan Smith, um, which was okay. I, I'm still waiting for him to kind of you know mirror his 2017 results, but he, it just hasn't happened so far. Uh, and then my last pick was Marty, who I knew Marty was really beat up. Um, he only rode one day during the week, but I watched him ride in practice, and he looked really good. Um, I knew how tough the track was to pass on, and I figured he would get a good start and, and just kind of hang around that 2-3-4 spot. Um, he ended up fifth, which isn't terrible, but I kind of needed him to be be better than that. But obviously the Heath Harrison thing killed me, so typical for me in 250 class. Jerry Robin, good news, Jerry Robin made it. Bad news, Jerry crashed out first lap. Well, I, th- I think that goes without saying. Yeah, okay. Um, crashed out the first lap. Yeah. yeah, I think first lap, yeah. Early, anyway. My uh, my 450 team, Cedric Subaris, killed me. Uh, that was really hard to watch. Um, with his, his battle with Shar, Shar, however you pronounce his name, was just... Oh God! It was just so much agony to watch that unfold. I I don't know what he was really doing. I really don't know what he was doing. Uh, for all of the genius that David Villeman has 
put on to Dylan Fernandez. He hasn't done anything with Subarus. So we need help. We need a lot of help there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also had uh, Justin Brayton. Um, I don't know what's been going on with him lately. Uh, he just hasn't had that same magic, and I know we've talked a little bit about this across the various pulp shows, but 10th place, uh, Baggett came back and passed him from dead last. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, Kyle Chisholm I had, which is okay. Um, yeah, Chisholm's 13th, been good. I'll take it. Yep. Not great, but not terrible. And then uh, Kyle Cunningham with a 16th, he was a 9, I believe. Um, so decent pick there, too. So it's not that my picks are all that terrible, but I just cannot get eight guys in the main event. You know, I, I'm trying to reel off some 200-plus point weekends just to get myself respectable, and I can't even do that. I just can't get my guys in the main. Um, <laughs> the good news is with, with uh, you know, the – the way the structure is this week, and I sh- I'll have eight guys, but I'm sure disaster will strike, and there'll be a first turn crash, and you know, yeah. eight guys will DNF, and all eight will be mine or something. Uh, for people who are wondering, uh, this weekend triple crown, so all the qualifiers are done in the day. The LCQs are in the day for the final four spots, and we've done it on our game where you know who's in the main. So um, we just didn't want to. We, we we talked about it for the Anaheim one. It was too hard to. There's too small of a window to do it in between. And the international guys would be jacked up. And so we just – we went the easy way, yes. We went the easy way where you're going to know you're everybody in the main event for this weekend. So, I mean, it's not – I need my, it. <laughs> it's not my preferred way of doing it, but I, I totally understand it. You know, I think it's the best way to do it. So, for everybody. So, um, thank you, uh, Super Ross and Hartnoff, by the way. I just want to – Hart Raft. I just want to say that one more time. Um, my team sucks. <laughs> all right. Uh, so – Atlanta coming up. Uh, Bradley Taft, we think, is a fill-in, or going to ride for Alex Ray on the on the Cycle Trader team, right? Four fifties. Is that official? Or we just think he, that. He, no, he's a well. I, actually, I shouldn't say if it's official, but he's a one hundred percent on the entry list. So um, okay, yep. So look look for that. Um, and also, too, we think Honda's going to have a guy. We don't know for sure. I've heard Christian Craig, but I don't know if that's official. And uh, wait and see on that. But sounds like they're going to have a guy. For for some for this weekend and maybe another guy beyond, somebody's got to ride a Honda. Anybody want to ride a Honda? Um, they don't have anybody globally racing. It's not well, good. Yeah, it's not good I for Honda. If, I guess if that guy races here that you mentioned, uh, that would be one. But they don't have anybody in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, tough deal. Um, okay, so you know we kind of already know who's going to go. Um, who's going to you know you're going to pick your team from the main event guys. Let's get into. Um, well, let's get into. Let's start with Taff. What are we going to put him at for a handicap? What are we going to go with that? Have we decided? So yeah, we talked briefly about it on text. Um, you know, we we look at other riders that we've gauged. Uh, for instance, Jmar and Justin Hill both came in at a five. Um, so right now, tentatively, I think we're going to put him at a ten. Um, so he could be a pretty good pick, but he has zero 450 experience, and he's signed up on a 250F right now. So that's what the entry list says. It says he's on a 250F, so I don't know what he's going to be riding. But um, I think he could have the speed to put it into the main event straight from the day show um, and get top top 18 in practice. Uh, if he has to race his way in, I think it's going to be tough. So um, I think 10 is a fair start for him in his first 450 Supercross. Is there anybody – I'll start with you, JT. Is there anybody in either class that's a main event guy now but is going to struggle with this format a little bit, like may have to go to the yeah. LCQ? 
John Short. Uh, okay. Nick, Nick, Nick Gaines also. Nick Gaines has been qualifying outside the top 20. And he's a main event guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, we go back to A2 and the the landscape has changed so much. You know, obviously the 250 class has flipped over to East Coast, but, you know, like Chad was Chad was Chad in LCQ. Reed. I don't see that being the case with all the injuries. He should make it in pretty easily. Uh, I just think the 450 class has really gone undergone so much, you know, it's basically a triage unit at this point. So I don't, I don't know. It's really hard. You know, I think the usual suspects are all going to kind of get in. We're not going to see this crazy dramatic – um, you know, factory level guy on the on the bubble like we did at A2. So I think it'll be a, a lot less dramatic than that. All right, um, let's get into who we want to pick. ProTaper.com, right, hundred percent goggles uh, as well. Right, hundred percent.com. All on board with this show, and thanks to Kawasaki for making it happen. To Cowie, giving us a couple bikes. Uh, let's go 450s for Atlanta Triple Crown. Hill is a zero. What was he last week, guys? Five. He was a five. Five. So you moved him down quite a bit. Is he still worth a pick, Dan? I mean, let's, go, let's go, Dan. Dan, what do you think? Still worth a pick? Yeah, I think so. I mean, do you not think he gets top ten this weekend? I think he could win a main event, one of those short, shorter ones. <laughs> then he would be worth a pick, right? Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think so for sure. So if you have Hill, would be uh, definitely someone to take a look, take take a look at. Um, you, you can. You're probably the only person who can pick Hill. Are you going to pick him? Yes. I was. T- I told you. Yeah. Um, I mean, you missed your value out of him, though, so it's not like I feel bad. We we nailed him last weekend. Um, yeah, it was good. I I just thought I would thought I would go contrary, like you guys have done that before, and it didn't work. And out. I actually, I can pick him too. I'm, I picked him in a uh, a competitive league that we all play in, um, but I could pick him as well. So I I spoke too soon. Oh, you can pick him. Yeah, I, I picked him in a, a league we used to play oh. across fantasy, but okay. um, I did not pick him in this one. I, the whole my whole thing is I have to try to zig when everybody zags, and I knew everybody was going to pick him. He qualified fourth or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm in three thousandth place, so it's not going to do me any good to pick everybody. The team, same team as everybody else, and yeah, he killed it. But it didn't really. It's not going to matter if I can't make up right. big points on people. Uh, highest pick trend right now. It's early. The picks have just, is Tyler Bowers, forty percent. He's a six right now for Bowers. It's early though. I would bet. I mean, picks just went up. Like yeah. How many? Three people picked him. That's forty percent. You know, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I bet. Okay. It's All right. But that's not that's not bad. I mean, our, our listeners are smart, and I think Tyler Bowers is is. I think he's more valuable on a weekend like these short race weekends than he is on a on a normal race weekend. Well, what do you guys think? I mean, tip. He's he's been in the front in heat races. He's been in a better position early in the main events. It's just the end of the race. He kind of something happens, so we got shorter races. I think it's a good good look at yeah there's not really anybody that jumps out unfortunately you guys are doing a good job at these handicaps uh benny bloss is okay right he's gonna race he's an eight so I that think might be okay yeah. yeah that might be somebody who i'd look at um super ross is jumping off the page at me steve <laughs> jumping off that's the only name i see i can't I hope he jumps him. off the track but yeah in practice maybe he just won't make it to atlanta he'll get lost something i don't know yeah, he's uh, he might be the number. He might be really, really high pick for everybody. And good, yeah, th- thanks I a lot. I don't think he does great though. Like I, I get it, he's gonna get a lot of points, but he's gonna still be a decent handicap like, going into Daytona because he's not gonna do great. He's out of shape or something. I agree with tired. that. Yeah, he I agree with yeah that. he looked he looked tired. Like I said, um, 
All right, uh, the cat hasn't been in a couple of mains. He's a 15. If you want to take a swing at that, Dakota Tedder is still uh, dealing with a bit of an ankle. The seven deuce deuce is there, and he's, it, the field is thinning out. Where you know, if, if Shear is getting in, then why can't the seven deuce deuce with a start? You know, you might you can take a look at it. Well, you can take. I mean, what's the difference between Shear and seven deuce deuce? I I just I mean the the format's a bit different and. And I, I actually, I, maybe you're right. Nice. I, I guess they, they're qualifying similarly, but they're both going to be in that LCQ race, obviously. Yeah. I think 7-2-2 qualified 20th this weekend. So that would put them in the LCQ. Oh, yeah. That would, yeah. Uh, um, Kyle Cunningham is always a guy that's been doing all right. Cole Martinez is an 8. Dan, how do we think Chad is going to do in qualifying practice? He hasn't been qualifying very good. Is He rode the LCQ at Anaheim, too. Like, what are we thinking? I think he makes it out this week, like JT said, with with Seeley and other guys getting hurt. Um, at a seven, he I think he has value. I think what was he? He was in eleventh this week when he had an issue. Um, wasn't many guys behind him that were probably going to pass him. Maybe one more. Um, but I'm not touching it because I'll get angry when he does bad. So like, <laughs> I just I'm going to stay away. But I think he has value at a seven. But, I agree. Uh, I think he's a good pick this weekend at a seven. I really, I really do think he's better. a good pick at a seven. I mean, um, I think JT wrote in his column last week he was going to be tenth or eleventh, and I mean that's where he was in Tampa until he had an issue. So, um, what do you think, JT, of Chad at a seven? He'll qualify for sure. Um, I don't think there'll be any issue with that. He's definitely riding better. Um, yeah, I, I think it was pretty telling where he is. You no, know, he was trying to fight off Dino in the heat race last week, and just doesn't quite have the speed you know even his his strengths which have always been like the whoops he's just always kind of been untouchable um you know that's kind of where dino got him you know and he's just missing the little detail stuff so uh finish wise yeah i think he's in that 12 to 14 range now so at a seven there's a lot of value there um as long you know as long as he doesn't have a bike issue he's not a guy that's going to crash so i don't i don't worry about him getting 18 19 20 especially over three races i think his chances of being 10 through 13 are really really good this weekend all right yeah no it's chad so chad's a good pick cooper webb is getting better but you guys have him at a negative three kind of risky is he totally back do we know do we think he is you know what do you think paul i think I think he's a good pick for this weekend. I mean, he's still not an all-star, and he's getting closer in points, so that value is going to go away eventually. So I think this is a good weekend you could use him because he got good starts last weekend. So if Cooper is speedy in practice, that always translates to confidence for the night show. Um, I definitely am going to look at him. I like I like Webb. I like Chad Reed. Um, any high handicap that makes the night show, so obviously Subaros because Subaros qualified to 15th last weekend. Um, I think he could do it. So, um, so yeah. What 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 about all stars? Like, what do you who are you guys gonna pick for an all star this weekend? I like Pike. Pike's a seven. Yeah, yeah. I got tickle. Pike or tickle? Yep, for me, either one. Tickle, kind of, kind of a home race. You know, he, he well, this dirt anyway. He can, you know, I don't know where what he considers his home race anymore. It's definitely not Michigan for me. Uh, but he rides this con- these conditions well, so that's what I'm going with. I think I would go Pike over Tickle just because Pike is a much better starter, it seems like, this year, and Tickle typically needs a longer race to get up there. So he did awful at Anaheim 2 the last time we had this format. I know those crashes are out of his control, but um, I guess I'm going Pike over Tickle. What do you guys think about – I mean, you could go Tomac now, too. He's an all-star. I don't think you want to live that life anymore. 
Like, I think if you're off that roller coaster, you, like, because now he's an all star, you know? Um, I mean, you need to get 26 points out of your all star. You could go Anderson or Tomac, and I think you're good. I just, yeah. I'd rather go with a higher guy. Baggett only needs to get top five overall to max out. I think that's well within his wheelhouse. He gets good podium, starts. He podium the, uh, the last triple crown, right? Yeah, I think he did. It was um, Tomac, Seeley, and Baggett, maybe? No, I don't think yeah. Baggett podiumed overall. Tomac, uh, Seeley, Anderson, maybe. Okay. Podiumed the race, then, maybe. Um, all right, well, let's, 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 let's lay some, uh, some truth down. Give me your four, JT, and 450s. Um, let's see here. Are you guys overlooking Bichelia? Like I have a show on my team, my tentative team. Okay. So I'm, no, I'm not. Um, I don't think you're going to get a great performance out of him in the main event, but he'll be in it. Uh, I have Tickle. I have uh, Bichelia, as you said. Um, I have Justin Hill because I didn't pick him last week. And who was my fourth guy? Uh, sorry. Um, it was between Freeze and Bowers. I haven't decided quite yet. Bowers. Bowers. Why? I don't know. Just Freeze is a great starter. You roll. Short races. Yeah. Yeah. No, Freeze has been Freeze has been pretty good. Um, yeah, no. Well, like yeah, like it's hard to say like Freeze is a is a is a pick. He's a 4. But damn it, is Freeze doing pretty well? I'm sorry, JT. He just is. He is. He's riding really well, bro. He's <laughs> I know. A, he's fly racing. I, I know this, this this hurts you. <laughs> this this pains you to say. Um I don't know about Bowers. Like, yeah, he, you're right, though, Paul. Like, he's, he told me late in the race it, his fitness isn't there and it starts to hurt to breathe. And, you know, he's got ribs and he's got different injuries from his Oakland crash still. But these are short races. Two of them are anyways. So he might be better this weekend. Uh, Dan, who do you like? I like Cooper Webb, Weston Pike. I like Chad Reed as a pick. I don't know that I can pick him, but I do like it. I I'm going. It, I'm going Chad Reed. I am. I think he. I think he pays off. Um, and other than the long shots, obviously here on a Wednesday, I, I like Cole Martinez at an eight. I think he's he's a solid racer, and um, I think he'll qualify. He qualifies well. So. Would you not go Subaros? Yeah, you... I can't pick him. Sorry, oh, that... he's not even on my screen because I can't pick him. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you can pick Subaros and you don't pick him, you should just delete your account afterwards. So. So what do you mean he's not on your screen? What are you talking like, about? Like I blocked him out. I drew a line through my phone. Oh. Like, <laughs> with a magic marker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we're we're starting to lose a little bit of guys. You know, like obviously we've been chronicling this weekly with with the factory guys going down. So there's some spots open for some guys to get in. Subaros, we thought there was one of them. I think that was Shear's first ever main event. Cole Martinez is two for two. I mean, those those are three guys that just were out of sight, out of mind for main events, you know, three weeks ago, a month ago. Subaros wasn't even here, you know. So there's there's some, some, some value in those spots. Keep an eye on that. Um, but, again, you're going to know who makes it in anyways before you make your pick. So. Uh, all right, 250 class. I'm, I'm going Reed. I'm going Reed, Hill. Pike is my all-star because of that seven. And I'll go Bichelia. He was pretty good last weekend. Last time we had a triple crown, though, Bichelia did not make it. He got past the... Uh, in the last turn. Last turn. By Ben LeMay. Yes. So, All right, 250s. Here we go. Um, what, what, what do we put Taft at? Five? Well... 
Taft was going to go into the 450 class, and we're tentatively thinking he's going to be a 9 or a 10. So he's not available to pick right now. He will be available Saturday morning. Okay. And um, do we like that? If he gets, will he get in? Do we? I I think so. I mean, I uh, I you know, top 18. I think Starling is a good pick at top 18. Also, he qualifies pretty good. Um, he's on a 250F. So, yeah. He's on a 250F, Paul. I get that, but he's a 12, and that means you're 100% getting double points if he's in. And he doesn't typically throw races away. He doesn't pull off. Yeah, he's yeah. going to get smoked. But Yeah, the strategy is a bit different because we're going to know who's in the main, so you, you want to pick guys who finish races now. Yeah, it's much different, much right. different strategy, I think. Um, all right, 250 class. What do we got? I can't pick Dylan. I can't pick Marty. R.J. Hampshire might be my all-star. Remember when Kyle Peters was better? Yeah. What's happened to Kyle Peters? Osby. Osby's two for two. He's also causing crashes, but he's a 10. Um, Remember when we argued about Kyle Peters and you said how awesome he was? He was good. I don't understand. Peters is normally pretty good. Yeah, he he is underrated. You are uh, what your results say you are. <laughs> What about this Ersuti guy? Keep an eye on him. No. Who? Ersuti. Come on. I, you know, you know who will be a pick this weekend? Who? I think uh, uh, Rami Alves, and this is why I passed on him purposely at Tampa. I know some people picked him at Tampa, but I passed on him yeah. purposely for this weekend because I think he's pretty good in practice. He qualified 20th. He can get a top 18, I think, but we'll still know. No We're going to know regardless, and he's a 16. Yeah. There's no chance he stays on two wheels, Paul. That's okay. I, he's a 16. I'll, I'll take him if he makes the if he makes the main events. I'm taking him at a 16. He can like, crash three I, times. I like the kid. He he's a great kid. He he crashes a lot. Can you just go like one all star in each class, and then just the next three highest highest handicaps? You absolutely can. No, I know, but is that a legitimately strategy? Strategy, you know? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think so. I mean, if you if you can manage to find three handicaps that are all higher than 12, that's a that's nothing but an upside team. That upside team. That's a non-stressful fantasy weekend to me. Yeah, I think like Williamson, um, even Hartrife or whatever his name is. Hartrife's for sure on my team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you could pick all those guys that are over twelve. I forget what I did for A two. Like I don't remember if I did that strategy or not. I don't know. I don't remember what I did. Um. All right, uh, thanks to ProTaper, ProTaper.com. The Fusion Bar, the one-third waffle grip, twister, throttle tube, micro bar. A few examples how ProTaper pushes the limits. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR, Suzuki, all using ProTaper. And also, to 100% guys are on board. Ride100%.com. Pulp18 is the code to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. We thank the 100% guys. Uh, their 100% goggles are crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision. Again, Pulp18 is the code to save 100% on their casual wear. Um, all right, so as we did for A2, we talked about the first lap leaders. You have three chances in each class to get these these points. I picked the, I've not picked them once all year uh, except for Anaheim 2, and I got one right and one wrong, so it was a wash. Um, do we all agree that you're going to do it again, that we're going to do it again? Is I this do it. I'm doing it in 450. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um who are you going with, Paul? I'll go Tomac in 450. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Especially with the finish line being so late in the lap, that gives him a whole lap to get to the front. His starts have been pretty good and yeah, consistently have. good. So 
Um, I like that pick. And the 250 class, it's harder, though, because I, you want to say Marty or, or Forkner, but but the stats say go RJ. I mean, he's got four four hole shots so far. So, mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, JT? First lap. Green machine. Marty and Eli. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm all in. Marty hasn't lost Atlanta since 1996. <laughs> 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 um, I, honestly, that's – yeah. That is not a bad idea, JT. I'm right? all in. Like you got – yeah, you got one of three chances to one of those dudes. I've already picked it. Literally, on my t- they're, they're already picked. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I picked Marty and Eli. They're going for it. We're going to give away a Marty jersey for, for just because it's Atlanta this week, too. Are we really? For reals? We can. Oh, yeah. we haven't decided? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can give away a Marty jersey. He's going to win this weekend, so we might as well. All right, it's a Marty jersey, everybody. It's been decided. We're going to give that away. Marty party. Marty party. <laughs> I, I cannot at all dispute going Marty and Eli for, for first lap leaders. I do think everyone – I mean, JT, you, you should pick it, right? Like, it's a smart play. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the only weekend that it really makes sense. All right. Um, you, can, you can sign up. Even if you have another team, you can sign up just this weekend to try and win Marty's jersey, too. So – you can sign up for just a team. Three bucks, you folks. Su- you could pick Subaros. You could pick all the guys that you can't pick on your other team, and just you know that's a jersey. that's a pretty solid idea, Dan. Actually, I you know can, you can good. cherry pick the handicaps. You'll know who's in. You could have eight guys all with high handicaps and try to win you a jersey for three bucks. Yeah, I think it's a great deal. I never thought of that. You're right, though. Yeah, go ahead. Enter a new team, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can enter a new team, and then you can have uh, handicaps are open to everybody. So. But, uh, I mean, you're not just the jersey. You're in for all the weekly prizes. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, well, uh, anything else, boys? Atlanta Triple Crown? Are we going to well, talk uh, about who we're picking in 250? I mean, we're going to know, right? I, I, I mean. Here's, here's my team right now. Jerry Robin at a 13, Hartschnaff at a 13, Alves at a 16. Well, hold on a second. Hampshire. Can we, can, we talk about how, can we talk about how we pronounce this guy's name? <laughs> It's heart yeah, raft. Paul sounded Paul sound like he sneezed. <laughs> I, I think it's heart raft. How do I say that? Heart raft. Is that it? I don't. I, I, all I heard was heart raft. There's a trenaft tra- a tra- in there. <laughs> I, 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 call, my, my, I call him an asshole for falling in the last turn in the LCQ. Wow. That's what I call him. Uh, he just had to ride around the turn. That's it. I hate fantasy. I don't think it's raft. Heart raft. There's, the, There's an N in there. Heart raft. Yeah. I, I don't know. Tra- Draft. It's hard to say. Strangely enough, Alex Ray seems to pronounce it fine. Somehow, Alex can't Ray be right. <laughs> can't pronounce anything right. Right. He's a hillbilly from Tennessee, but somehow <laughs> he seems like he can get it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think A-Rod isn't a good pick anymore, so I, I'll probably go that strategy. Like I said, high handicaps and then one all-star, you know? Run it that way. Hopefully. Who do we like? Who do we like as an all-star? Jeremy Martin's a seven. He just has to get top eight overall. Nope. I'll take Zach. <laughs> You're out. I'm out on Jay Mart. Zach nice guy. Has to get top nice two guy. overall. Nice guy, but I'm out on him in 250 Supercross. Poor Jay Mart. Nope. Um, if, not with that paycheck. If Craig, if Craig races 450s, which is something I heard, my source was pretty good on this one. Um, what do we put him at? Well, uh, I mean, he'll make the main. We all know that. Hill and J-Mart were fives when they came to the 450 class. I think, yep. what would you say, Craig is better or worse than those guys? 
I would put him right there on that level. Yeah, so he'll probably be around that range, right. five or six. So right. do you pick him at a five or a six? I don't know. I think this weekend does, is... Does the diluted field affect any of this? Is a question I think should be posed. Mm. Yeah. Like a, a J-Mart at a five when it was well. a full field of, field of death that we saw at A1, is that the same as this Atlanta field that he's going to face? No, it's not. You're right. So this is something that we're going to debate after we get off this pod, but we'll figure out what his handicap is, and everyone can check it out Saturday morning and decide he if he's pro- good He should probably not. be a three, honestly, just because of the field, a two or a three. Okay, he's going to go into the main event. He's fast in practice, so he's going to qualify. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at guys that are getting ninth, 10th, 11th, and I think he's got that speed, you know? So, we'll um, yeah. What about um, – so you, you all think I should select Jacob Williamson if he makes it? At a twelve, is that is that good enough, uh, or is that too too borderline? I mean, he's going to get double points no matter what. But his racing hasn't been that great. Yeah, he so. goes to school for full time. I heard, and I also heard he practiced like once in the last two weeks. So, mm. you know, for whatever that's worth. Lane Shaw had one good weekend, one bad weekend. It wasn't great. In a, what do you mean good? Well, he was going to make it in 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 Dallas. Yeah, he will have to make it through the LCQ because he has not shown enough speed to get in top no, 18. So no, no. He's a racer. Maybe he can get it. Yeah, uh, he is a racer. And if he's in, I'll take him because he's a 16. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, boys. Papa Mex Fantasy. Three bucks to play this week if you want to do it. Marty Jersey up for grabs. And if not, uh, we've got two Kawasaki KXFs for, uh, for you people to win as long as, along with 100% goggles and, and BTO Sports and Pro Taper, Michelin. Race Tech, lots of great prizes. Atlanta Triple Crown this weekend. Uh, things uh, things are going to get spicy. Paul Parabinos, Dan Truman, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys. See you. Yeah.